Welcome friends once again to Todd Talks where my guest today is Malcolm Foley. Malcolm who holds the BA from Washington University in St. Louis in religious studies and finance with a minor in classics. We'll have to talk about that. That's quite a combination. <laughs> and the MDiv from Yale Divinity School is a man who wears many hats at least four 10 gallon ones that I can tell. <laughs> so first of all, Malcolm is a PhD student in Baylor's Department of Religion who is nearing completion of a fascinating dissertation to which we will eventually turn. Malcolm is the special advisor to Baylor's president, Linda A. Livingstone for equity and campus engagement. He is the director of the recently launched Black Church Studies program at Baylor's Truett Seminary, and along with his wife Desiree, is the Director of Discipleship at Mosaic Church in Waco. And on top of this, uh, Desiree and Malcolm are recently uh, new parents to Jasmine. So Malcolm, how it was that you were able to carve out this time to spend with me, I'm not exactly sure, but I'm really glad you were able to. So welcome, friend. Really pleased you're here. Thank you. Good to be here. So why don't we just jump on in because people don't want to hear me introduce you. They want to hear from you. Malcolm, I wonder if, uh, like the sound of music suggests, why don't we begin at the beginning? Uh, talk to us a bit about your your family growing up uh, and your your own sense and stirring uh, to ministry and what that looked like in its embryonic forms. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, I mean, I'm I'm thankful. So my my own uh, kind of conversion story is is more of a Presbyterian one than an evangelical one in the sense in the sense that uh, in the sense that I grew up I grew up in the faith had two have have two two very faithful godly parents um i mean a, i mean a father who 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 has been kind of a model of just godly man godly manhood for me i mean a mother who uh, i mean who i love and take i mean i take i take i take a lot i take 95 percent of my mannerisms from my dad um and then just but just kind of personal personality wise i i, I take I, I take i think i take a lot from my from my mom, but um, I mean, I'm deeply thankful for 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 both of them for raised for raising me in the faith. Um, where I mean, I can't I can't remember a time ever um, ever not ever not deeply believing that Christ that Christ that Christ had died for my for my sin and that he and that he's and that he's the eternal Son of God. Um, and so I'm deeply I'm deeply thankful I'm deeply thankful for that. Um, it wasn't until uh, so so when I was a when I was a teenager. Um, at the at the uh, at the black non non denominational church that we were that we were serving at at that time, uh, there was a woman in that in that congregation who would always call me bishop, and um, and I I I resisted it. I was just teaching I was just teaching Sunday school at the time, um, but she saw she saw something she saw something in me, um, and 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 in high in in high school. Um, I, I was actually a math, science, and computer science uh, student in uh, in magnet programs from middle school through through high school, but it was in high school that I uh, I took I took a comparative religion class, um, and that's actually what 
that's what catalyzed me kind of digging digging deeply into 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 the history and, and theology of our of our faith um and so that so those seeds were set those seeds were set very early um and they and they germinated and flowered in uh in ways that i didn't that i didn't really expect in the in the years that would in the years that that would follow isn't it wonderful when folks within fellowships see gifts and graces in the lives of young people and they name them? <laughs> you may know the story that George Truitt had come with his family from North Carolina to Texas. And in White Wright Baptist Church, the church called George to ministry and more than less said, you're going to be licensed and ordained. So that's a that's a wonderful story of the care and commitment that you enjoyed and experienced as a child of the church. Uh, I've sometimes referred to myself as a church rat, and it seems as if though you were a church mouse yourself. Ma Malcolm, so uh, this is a fascinating confluence of mm -hmm. interest. Here you are now at WashU studying not only religious studies, but also finance, not only finance, but classics. You go off to Yale, you fall in love with the early and the medieval church. Yeah. And um, how, are, how are all these things working together? And you know, how do they begin to crystallize? Yeah, um, so, so, so in undergrad, in undergrad anyway, um, the religious studies actually, so, so, so finance came from Hey, I've done all this work in math. I should probably apply that in some way. Um, also, also, I mean, if I'm thinking about jobs, which I obviously should be thinking about, um, <laughs> finance finance seems like a seems like a good way to go. Um, but but actually, as that as that went on in my in my junior year of undergrad, uh, when I was looking at internships, particularly in uh, in investment banking. Um, I went through I went through that process and, and ended up getting to the point where I was like, uh, you know, I don't actually want to spend a significant period of my life just kind of making money on on money. Um, and so and so uh, and so and so I started looking at at seminaries at that point. Um, religious studies was a was a was a thing that I I mean, I I was that that was something that, as I said, I was I was interested in since high school. But um, but the classics was was entirely Greek, um, and so that that was just learning just learning the Greek language Greek language specifically to be able to read the the new the New Testament, um, and so and so that's what that's essentially what undergirded what, what undergirded that 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 commitment. Um, but yeah, so 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 then when I so then when I got to then when I got to seminary, that's when that's when I discovered. I mean, specifically the Christology of the of the early church, um, moving into the medieval period and then and and actually in the Reformation too. Uh, I mean, for me, uh, I mean, Christ 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 has always been the center. I mean, just the center of my piety. Um, but but in but in digging into especially the debate surrounding surrounding Christology, um, whether or whether whether we're looking at the at the ecumenical councils or or beyond. Those were things that that really uh, those, those are things that really, really excited me um, and continue and continue to excite me. Um, but, you know, the dissertation actually ended up going in, a, in, a, in an almost completely different, <laughs> different uh, direction. So. So so let's let's segue. Yeah, uh, you 
you're captivated now by church history in general, uh, Christology and its formation within the church uh, through the early stages up into uh, uh, medieval and even into Reformation. So you come to, you, you apply, you're accepted into the PhD program in religion in general, church history at Baylor. And um, it's been said that a scholar finds a dissertation or a thesis topic, and that topic also, also finds the scholar. So the, the, the question is, your, your dissertation, uh, for those who don't know, focuses upon African-American Protestants' response to lynching from the late 19th to the early 20th centuries. So, um, uh, first of all, how did you get there? <laughs> and, and then secondly, how's that coming? Yeah. Uh, because I understand that uh, uh, the end may be in sight. Uh, yep. And that there's a there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So. So. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, interestingly, even when I, I mean, when I came to Baylor, I, I had only applied to theology programs and specifically okay. to do specifically to do early church, okay. uh, early church theology. And it was actually because of um, of Dr. David, David Whitford in, uh, mm. in the religion department who who saw my application and essentially thought, hey, if if theology, if theology doesn't have a match for this guy, I I I, I want him in church, in church, in in the history of Christianity. Um, and so, and so that's so that's what I was initially, that's what I was initially poised to do. I was initially poised to do um, Calvin and and his links and his links with the early church. Started getting into Calvin scholarship, thought, hey, there's a lot out there. I don't know how much of a contribution I'm gonna be able to make here started started to shift towards looking at um at some puritans actually so there was one guy i i i was ready his name's edward polehill he has this great work on union with christ and i and i just thought hey i'll just i'll just do a comprehensive look at his at his work and then i took a, and then i took a class on um american christianity after the civil war and um and, and we started to talk about the fundamentalist modernist controversy in the early 20th century. And one of the questions that constantly kind of burned in the back of my mind was, black, black men, women, and teenagers are being burned alive across, across the South. What's the, what's the church saying about, about that? Um, and I kept looking, I mean, I kept looking for articles and books and, and, and found little. Um, not only did I find little, but what I what I did find was uh, in many ways deeply unsatisfying. What I found was um, in in some ways the assumption that uh, that Black Protestants had been kind of cowed into silence by lynching. Um, I found some arguing that the response in these situations was largely a politically conservative one, in the sense of, well, hey, if we just pray, it'll stop. Um, or, um, you know, let's just kind of, uh, you know, if we, if we do better, it just, if we do better morally, then lynching will stop. And, and, and one of the things that initially struck me when I read those was, I, I, I don't think that's how, I don't think that's how human beings work. I think in the face of a culture, I, I think, I think in the face of a culture that is, that is constantly poised, poised toward your death, you will find whatever means necessary to resist. To resist that, to affirm your own, you know, to affirm your own dignity, and so then that's that's then what drove. I mean, those those questions, uh, 
essentially I got to the point where I thought this, this has to be my dissertation topic. This is, this is, this is what I have to write on. Um, and so, and so my hope, and, and I'm, pu I'm putting myself on blast now at this, uh, in this public forum, uh, to say that, to say that I hope to be done to be able to graduate in August. Um, but, um, but that's the, that's the, that's the goal. Um, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm working towards, but it's been, it's been quite the, it's been quite the journey. So it really is a journey of you finding it and it finding you. And um, this is something that not only your previous preparation had prepared you for, but uh, it became for you more than sheer academic, it became also existential. Uh, so existential questions are, are driving this, uh, this study too. So Malcolm, unless someone has joined Rip Van Winkle in a time capsule, <laughs> or perhaps uh, has gone back underground with uh, Pucks of 20 Phil, <laughs> they, should, they should know that uh, we are now in the midst of Black History Month. And um, speaking to a, uh, a Black Christian minister uh, academic today. I, I, the question that comes to me is uh, this, and I'd love for you to reflect upon this. Um, uh, why is our year, yearly observance, uh, monthly observance, not only important to the African-American community, uh, but important to others also, Malcolm? Would you yeah. reflect on that with us? Yeah, for, well, I think that, I think this is true for, uh, I mean, for for black communities, but every but every community, as we as we observe Black History Month, um, the history of particularly black people in this country is not just is not just one of suffering. <laughs> it can often be it can it, it, there has been there has been a fair amount of suffering, but in the midst of in the midst of that, there are there are robust traditions of of resistance. There are robust traditions of um, like I said, of of the of the affirmation of human dignity. That have it's it's been it's been necessitated by uh, by the fact that there has been this 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 profound suffering. But I also think it's I also think it's hugely important. So it's so it's important for us as 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 Americans, particularly, to understand that 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 Black American history is a, is American history. But even even more specifically, I think it's I, I I think it's important for the church to understand that the history of the of the historically black church is family is family history is family history as well um, that that there has been because of because of our particular history there are there are particular theological questions particular threads of biblical interpretation all all these things that actually make that actually make the christian tradition richer um, whenever whenever we're faced with uh, especially kind of radically different experiences in the world that require us to ask different different questions of the scriptures um, that that is all I, I, I think that's always that can that can always be a fruitful that can always be a fruitful move um, and it's one that I think ultimately leads toward the edification of the of the of the of the body of Christ broadly so so I think I, I think history I mean history in general and this is one of the things that I've uh, found to be true as I as I kind of become a historian. There was a time when I thought, "Hey, I just want to be a historically informed theologian." That that has that's that's actually flipped over the course of the next over the course of the last five years, where 
kind of my my hope is to be a deeply theologically grounded historian. Um, but but it's but it's important for us to understand where we've been for us to for us to properly understand where where we are and where we and where we want to go. Um, and so I think uh, I mean particularly particularly for 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 us I think it's I think it's important that we understand that Black history is actually a very important piece of that. Um, yeah. And, you know, Malcolm, uh, recently a couple of volumes have come out that I think um, uh, really uh, make the point that you are emphasizing uh, our friend Esau Macaulay's uh, Reading While Black, and then uh, the important uh, volume more recently of Lisa Bowers, uh, African American Readings of Paul. Yeah. So uh, this is not something that um, uh, is hermetically sealed. This is valuable uh, across racial lines for uh, the church and its enrichment. So I, I appreciate very much that response. Uh, so uh, Malcolm, uh, if it's okay, can we turn personal for a, a minute? So many, many of us uh, enjoy following you on uh, social media. Uh, and, and those who do uh, know of the birth of Jasmine to you and to your wife, Desiree. So here's a question. Uh, in, in what ways in the midst of a really full life have you found uh, Jasmine to be changing your life uh, for the good? My, my, my family life is, 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 is fundamentally a source of joy and a, and a respite for me in the midst of, I said, the four jobs. <laughs> it's, it, it, you know, in, in, I mean, in waking up, in waking Jasmine up every, every morning, that's, I mean, that's how my, that, that's how my day starts. Um, and it's, uh, and it's a wonderful way. It's a wonderful way to start, to start the day. Um, we named her, uh, I mean, we named her Jasmine Ida Foley. I mean, her, I mean, her middle name is after Ida B. Wells, specifically because of, my, I mean, because of my research, but also because Ida B. Wells is just, is just a hero of mine. Um, but, but it's a, it's a constant joy. I mean, to see her, I mean, to see her grow, to see her, to see her develop. Um, and also just to make her giggle. Like, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a deep, it's a deep, deep joy. And especially, you know, especially as someone who, you know, my, my research is essentially centered on death. Granted, it's, it's resistance to death, but, but still, but still death. To have, um, you know, just just to kind of have this 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 beautiful piece of new of new life that that is a that that can be a source of joy for me in the midst of that. It's it's a it's a it's a good thing. So so I'm deeply I'm deeply thankful to the Lord. Um, I mean, thankful to thankful to Desiree um, to have a to have a wonderful wife in this in this journey. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm thankful. Sounds like a proud daddy to me. <laughs> uh, so. Malcolm, um, it's our privilege to work together within uh, Baylor's seminary known as Truett um, in general, but uh, your particular focus in these days is serving as the director of the Truett Black Church Studies program. Uh, to be sure, this is a newly launched program in its initial stages. That doesn't mean that you don't have a bold vision for this program. And I'm sure that some people are listening in so that they can hear you 
visit with me about uh, what might this look like? So ideally, as you think about this program and its stages of growth and development, where would you like to see the Baylor University Truett Seminary Black Church Studies program go? Yeah. So ideally, you know, I, I, I'd like it to I'd like it to start kind of as a as a as a program in which people can uh, get a get a certificate or con or concentration in one of uh, you know in one in one of the seminary's degrees where this is an opportunity for them to kind of get a get a taste of what the black church tradition looks like and that's and that's and that's looking at it's looking at theology biblical interpretation music um, I mean there's there's history. I mean, there's sociology and like all these, all the, all these things. I think, um, I think to get a really, to get, to, to get a really robust understanding of this tradition, you've got to, you, you, you've, you've got to hit it, hit it from a number of different, different angles. Um, but, but paired with that, I, you know, I don't, I don't want it to, I, I, I don't want it to stop there. I, I mean, I'd like, I'd like sometime in the future for us to be able to offer a research PhD where this is something that where, 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 where this can be, where this can be a hub, where, the, where this can be a hub for folks. Um, I've joked that I, you know, I'd, I'd like to build a, a kind of a, a, a justice league um, of, black, of of black Orthodox men and uh, uh, men and women who who are who, who are doing uh, who are doing just really good scholarship in this in this in this field. Um, I think there's a need. I think there's a need for that in in higher education broadly, but also, but even I think I, I think perhaps even more importantly for the for the church um, for local churches. Um, we need. To, I, I think. I think we need to constantly be reminded of the fact that we're not like we're not doing this as just as just an ivory tower exercise. The work of the work, the work of theology, the work of looking through church history, the work of biblical interpretation, the work of pastoral care. All of this is done. All of this is done for the for the for, for the edification of, of the body of Christ. Um, and that and that remains kind of first and foremost in my mind. And I and I I'd like that to undergird kind of the work of this program, hopefully future institute um, as well. Um, that this is this is this is for this is for the global, this is for the global church. Um, the less <laughs> the, the more I can avoid this being seen as just a provincial effort, yeah. the better. Because this is this is this isn't something that I want to be kind of limited, I mean limited to the seminary or even really limited to this to this to just, to just this university, it's for it's for the benefit of um, of people beyond that beyond that as well. So so that's the that's the vision. Um, especially especially once the dissertation is done, I hope to focus all all my attention on the enacting of that vision. But that is that is that is that is the vision. You know, Malcolm, you and I have had the opportunity to. Uh, interact with uh, any number of alumni from Bishop College. Yep. And so you and I have seen that in many ways, uh, although this is a fresh iteration uh, and instantiation of this vision, uh, Baylor University has had partnership and connection with historic black schools and causes for a very long time indeed. Yep. And so uh, to be able to renew old relationships, although now, obviously, uh, unfortunately, uh, Bishop College it no longer exists, but there is a legacy 
yeah. uh, that we can lean into. And even this semester, as you know, um, our friend, uh, the Reverend Dr. Major Jemison, yeah. himself a bishop alum, has been on campus, will continue to be on campus. So as archival material is retrieved, it can also be preserved within our Texas collection. So this is just the tip of, of a huge iceberg. Yeah. Uh, and one is really excited about seeing all the features and facets uh, going forward. Yeah, and, there's, and I think there's also an opportunity. I mean, it can, it can often be the case that the relationship, that the relationship between even institutions like this or even the ways, the ways in which uh, things like Black Church Studies are, are interpreted, um, it can be easy for those things to, uh, I think, descend into a paternalistic relationship. Yeah. Um, where this is this is a uh, uh, and, and and one of the things that I that I want to um, that I want to emphasize even in even in the work of this even in the work of this program is that as I said before this is this is family this is family history this is not this this is not this this other thing that is really kind of it's it's really separate from our from our real mission as an as an institution, there's just this other thing that we're also doing. No, this is actually this is actually like this 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 history, this theological interpretation, all of these things are actually they're actually central to who we are. That we that we actually all have things ha have things to learn from 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 these from these traditions. And and the more that and the more that we kind of ex expose, especially especially those seeking to become ministers, but those who seek to serve the church in any in any number of um, in any number of capacities, um, this is the, it's it's it, it's important for people to be able to interact with different different cultural expressions of the faith, um, and and also different kind of histories in which the ways the ways in which Christianity has been has been in, in, in enculturated. So um, so yeah, so it's 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 a it's a great opportunity. Yeah, Malcolm, I so appreciate those tones and uh, terms. I mean, it's, it's the idea of family. It's the idea of solidarity. It's the idea of unity. I remember as a Baylor undergrad myself, uh, so enjoying English literature classes that I was privileged to take with Dr. Andy Moore. And in the reading particularly of John Donne, uh, that famous meditation where Dunn says we're all part of the continent, a part of the main. Uh, if one is diminished, we're all diminished. So ask not for whom the bell tolls. It, it tolls for thee. So at the end of the day, there is a common humanity uh, that we enjoy and that we share and that we need to lean into. And plus, it is this beautific vision of revelation, every tribe, tongue, people, nation. It's the Pauline baptismal formula. In Christ, there's neither Jew, Greek, slave, free, male, female. So this is, this is who we are. This is an ancillary. This is pivotal. And um, I'm just so grateful that you're going to be able to lead us um, in these winsome and, and, and uh, important ways. So um, I need to give you the last word because you have things to do. So um, uh, Malcolm, it's, it's always a joy. Uh, every time uh, I have a chance to, to visit with you, uh, whether it's our one-on-one -on -one Zoom meetings, uh, you know, monthly or bi-weekly. Uh, and, uh, but I, I wonder if, um, if, if, if there's something just kind of 
on the frontal lobe, on, on, on your heart that yeah. you might want to share with those uh, who listen in today? Yeah, I, I just, I, what's, what's hugely important, I think, for us now, over the course of the last, really, um, I mean, really the last nine months especially have, have, have brought into the spotlight conversations about, about race in general. Um, I mean, we've seen a lot of kind of institutional moves. We're seeing a lot of um, a lot of statements. People are reading a lot of books and doing doing all this stuff. I think it's I think it's important for us to understand, particularly particularly as Christians, um, that the root that the root of this work um, is actually is actually Christ 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 command. Um, we're called to, we're called to not only love the Lord, our God, it, it, with our, with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, but to love our neighbor as ourselves. Now that's an easy thing to me. It's kind of an easy thing to say, but, but, but paired with that is an understanding that we have to love that, that, that we're seeking to love our neighbors wisely and well. And in order to, and, 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 and I become deeply convinced that the only way for us to do that, um, is for us to, uh, seek to understand, seek to understand one another. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to issues of race, that requires an understanding of history. It requires an understanding of the ways of the ways in which kind of our society works. Um, and 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 the fact of the matter is, is that for many of us, that's an education that we were not <laughs> that we were not given. Um, and so and so insofar as is. Insofar as it's one that we that we were not given, I think it's I think it's a responsibility of each of us to seek to actually seek that out, um, because that and 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 there's a and there's a humility required in that. Um, there's a there's also a willingness to be open to empathy when it comes to things like that, because there's the fact of the matter is is that we live in a world where, because of the way that racialization functions, we have radically different experiences even in the same even in the same spaces. Um, and so the more, the more we can be open to, uh, the more, the more, the more that we can be open to walking, walking alongside one another, doing the, doing, doing the work of, of rejoicing when, when, when one another rejoice, of mourning when one another mourn, um, of actually bearing one another's burdens, all the one another's of scripture. Yep. Um, that's, that's then, that's what can, I think, I think those are, those are some of the steps forward. Um, especially as we work through what are uh, profoundly polarized—I mean, profoundly polarizing times—we have to be willing to take. There are some things that we're going to have to be willing to take stand, take stands on, and 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 one of the things that I think we fundamentally must take a stand on is will 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 we su- will we support the lives of our of our brothers and sisters, um, and that and that ought to be that ought to be a non-negotiable. So this is a—it's not just. I said this isn't this isn't just a, this isn't just a local this isn't just a local issue. Um, it's a global it's a global one. Um, and so and so as as members as members of the body of Christ as those who have been united to Christ by faith and by the Holy Spirit, um, it's important that it's important that his that his priorities are our are our priorities. Um, and so and so and so when we see you know when we see in Revelation the 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 multicolored multilingual multitude. Um, that's the that's the future that we're looking that we're that we're looking toward, um, and that's the future that we're fighting that we're fighting for. 
so many thoughts uh, come to mind. There's so much good work to do. Jesus prayed that uh, we would be one, uh, even as he and the Father are one. We recall St. Francis' remarkable prayer, not so much to be understood uh, as to understand. And that requires learning, which requires listening. And um, we're grateful to have good guides so Malcolm, uh, thank you for your time. Uh, thank you for all your work. May uh, the Lord continue to uh, uh, sustain you and allow your lines to fall in, in pleasant places, especially as you press on towards the completion of your doctoral dissertation. And um, I'm so grateful for you taking uh, the opportunity to join us today on Todd Talks. Thank you, Dean Stella, and I'm thankful for you. <laughs> all right. Have a good uh, rest of the day. You all uh, will talk again soon.